Hey, this is Hotel Pools, and you're listening to the Paradise Arcade. The Paradise Arcade contains graphic language. Listener discretion is advised. Listening to the Paradise Arcade with Kyle and Eric, promoting synthwave music and culture. Welcome to another episode of the Paradise Arcade. This week we have a very special guest, Hotel Pools. Welcome, Ben, to the show. How you doing there? Really good, thank you. Uh, this week I'm going solo. Unfortunately, uh, schedules, time zones—they get in the way of stuff. Real life happens, and that's just the way it is. So. Uh, I'm pretty sure I can handle this, Ben, on my own, as I have in the past. Uh, before we get going, though, please uh, like us on social media. We are on all the stuff. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, for those that are inclined. Uh, we're not on Parlor though. We're not going there. Um, and then we could find our podcast on all fine cast provi- podcast providers, uh, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, all those good things. Uh, so let's get going. Ben, how you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well, really well. Thank you. Uh, what I want to start off with, and I think it's such a pertinent question, is what have you been doing over the last year in uh, COVID time? Man, well, um, so one, just trying to, you know, stay safe and keep my family safe and healthy and all that. Um, uh, but, uh, mainly just been in the studio working on music. Um, I'm lucky enough to be able to have my studio in the back of the house. I have my own, uh, room that we built last year. And so, um, yeah, I just take a few steps and I'm in my studio. And so I've been writing a fair amount of music over the last year. So has it been one of those things where you've really um, made use of, of the time that you have and, and really just doubled on and making music? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I'm lucky, you know, like um, I'm married. I have a, a three year, three and a half year old little boy. So obviously like he keeps us pretty busy, but As um, they do, we're yeah. pretty good about, you know, trying to manage time. And, and I know when I'm most productive and, and, you know, all that stuff. So I just, yeah, I, I like, you know, being creative is not really like other things. You, I can't really pick and choose when my best moments are going to be. So I right. just kind of have to roll with it. And and some days are great and some days aren't. And I just kind of, you know, just keep moving. Yeah, I would imagine that that is an interesting um, uh, balance for you because, like, creativity can be really fickle and mm-hmm. could you know you could lose it as quickly as it comes so having a three and a half year old uh, around you know they just having a child when they need you they need you it doesn't really matter you know what yeah. moment you're in so um I, I can imagine that's been um impacted your music uh time certainly um has it really influenced any of your music in a sort of way being a dad and uh, you know being a well husband? i mean to be honest, so uh, my boy's name is Solomon, and I started Hotel Pools in mid-2018. So, I mean, he was about a year old, maybe, 
Um, and I mean, he was a big part of the inspiration for really starting it in the first place. I mean, you know, having a kid and, and I had, um, had some other music projects over the years and, and those hadn't worked out. And, um, I was working a nine to five and really trying to figure out how I could help support, you know, him and feeling a bit irresponsible, putting so much time into music when I wasn't really making any money from it. Um, and yeah, Hotel Pools was like, I was inspired by some things musically that I was hearing and I just went for it. And I kind of like threw everything to the side and was like, I'm just going to take a stab at, at doing what I want to do and not really judging myself and just trying to go for it. So, I mean, yeah, he inspires me all the time. He's, he's really great. And, and, you know, it's, it's hard, but it's awesome. And, and he, you know, I run every mix by him at the end. He has to, oh, that's he has awesome. to approve before I, before I release anything. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so like, does he, um, is he just kind of a sponge where he's just kind of into whatever is out there or is he developed kind of a, a... No, he's got, he's got an opinion. Well, one, he loves oddling. I don't know if you're familiar with oddling, uh, but he's a, Tom is a friend of mine and we, um, we work together a fair amount. We've done a few tracks together and I did a, tr a song on his record that came out last year and Solomon, my son loves his video for one of his songs drifting and he just oddling, oddling. He just nonstop. I'm like, what about hotel pools? No, no, daddy. Oddling. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll send wow. Tom videos of, See how you of Solomon like watching his his music or whatever. But yeah, he's got he's got his likes and dislikes already. You know, he knows what he's into a little bit. But he That's... just loves music. He'll sit there and like, I can't let him pound on my gear too hard. But I'll let him, you know, I'll let him like right play some notes on the MIDI keyboard or, or, um, he's got a couple instruments, but, um, yeah, it's pretty cool to see how kids soak up that stuff at that age, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. That's gotta be, you know, you get to share those moments where, you know, as he's learning and developing, uh, you get to be right there for that and yeah. be a part of that, uh, that creative, um, journey for, for your child. And that's, that's a really cool thing to be able to share you, one of your passions with, with your child and have that bonding um, thing. It's just, it's such a beautiful, uh, you know, thing to have. So that's cool. Yeah, that's, that's really great. Like how I grew up, my dad's a drummer. So I grew up um, around music my whole life and going out on the road and spending time as a young kid with him, you know, playing gigs. And so, um, you know, I've always had support from my parents, um, you know, to, to pursue music and my, my likes have changed over the years, but I've always been pretty consistent in, in writing and recording and producing as much as I can. Right on. Um, so, you know, we're talking about the current project hotel pools. How did you, how did you land on kind of a very specific sort of genre? And I don't know that you, like, yeah. if you're a person that's like, why well, just make the music that I make? Or did you, go, I like this genre and I want to make something sort of akin to it. Like how did you land mm -hmm. on chill synth as a thing like that you want to pursue? Um, I mean, I, like I said, I had a, did um, a brief interview with my friend, Sean, who um, is Memorex Memories. He's a musician as well. And I was just telling him, like, I consider myself an electronic artist. I just like, I've always made electronic music, whether it was, you know, um, chill wave or, or uh, more pop influenced or more ambient, you know, but 
for me, the, the, the kind of the, the bones of it have always been um, rooted in, in, you know, electronic music. So um, I didn't, you know, I was inspired, of course, by certain things I've named in the past, like Slow Drift by Delora was huge for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Voyage Paradise was huge. I remember hearing that a bunch. Um, you know, um, there were a couple other things at that time. And then for me, it was just like, I loved the vibe of it. And so I just kind of latched on to that feeling. But um, I don't think I went to it saying, let me try to do this specifically. I just kind of like, you know, Coast was my first track. And I wrote that in probably two or three hours in Reason. I just wanted to write something and put it up. So uh, there wasn't a whole lot of thought into it, to be honest. It was like pretty off the cuff. Sweet. Um, but that's how I like to do yeah. this project. I try to do that as much as possible. So it, it kind of sounds a little bit like the genre more or less is just sort of where you fit. It's an easy way for people to kind of identify, but it's not anything that you're purposely trying to pursue. No, I, I mean, I'm just making the music that I like, but I will say at the time that I started, the whole chill synth kind of like discord was really just a bunch of producers that were all trying to help each other grow yeah. their music and get more people, you know, listening to what we were doing. So, um, so that at that time, that kind of that name was more about the group that we were, you know, what we were trying to do for each other. And since then it's morphed into a lot of things and I'm all about it. Um, but for me, it's really just about, uh, it all started in just trying to support other indie artists that are trying to get their stuff out there. You right. Know what I mean, so yeah, um, that's really cool. Um, yeah. you're talking about how you've always kind of done, um, you know, electronic music or been a musician in that way. And, you know, your father was a drummer. How were you just naturally inclined to just be a musician because of, of how you grew up? Did, you know, what was that journey like for um, you? I think that is part of it. I mean, I, you know, like my dad's dad was a bass player and his father was a musician. So it's like, I think a lot of it is instinctual. I, you know, I know I was born with certain rhythmic abilities that maybe certain, you know, people that didn't have that upbringing maybe wouldn't have, you know, I mean, um, you know, my dad used to sit me on his lap and play my hands on his, you know, on my, on, uh, play little rudiments and patterns on, on my legs. And like, I think that kind of stuff sticks with you. And I think, um, having just like that, there's like stuff that you can teach and stuff you can't teach. You know yeah. what I mean? It, it's like that kind of thing. So, um, I think part of it's, it's a little bit of both. I, I have a love for it. And then I also, it was like in my blood, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. It's, I think there's a weird, almost an instinctual calling uh, for yeah. musicians uh, that are that just have it in them where you you kind of you just do it. You know, you either tapping something on your leg or you know humming a rhythm, and the fact that you land into a particular instrument or or uh, you know program is just sort of a natural consequence of like things that you just almost compulsively do. Like just it just comes out of you. Yeah. I think that's a big part of it. And then, you know, your tastes and stuff, like I said, change over time. And, you know, like I, when I started, I was really into hip hop. I was 12. I wanted to, you know, to sound like Premier and um, 
JD and you know that came a little later and I was like all about trying to dig and trying to find the cool samples and um and so you know from there it, things change and and yeah I mean I've gotten to where I've gotten to I think just naturally you know yeah that's really it's interesting I think as your tastes progress and and how that affects your music because you know for myself I grew up more of a of a metalhead and and I've always listened to like say like orchestral music and techno and but as I've gotten older it's just it's shifted in in what I listen to and, and kind of what I would mm-hmm. produce obviously has changed as a result of that um yeah and so you you know you've got I think was it officially three records out and then you, know, you released a bunch of other stuff on top of that um and they've all had some uh vinyl releases on top of that um Mm -hmm. and that's really cool what are you working on now i so i just finished mastering a new record i'm really excited about it i've been working on it for the last um pretty much since maybe december i've been hardcore on it um but uh yeah i'm just like this one really flowed really well. It, it came together pretty quickly. At first, I was thinking I'd do an EP, and then it just kind of came together really well. Um, and so it's going to be a record. And actually, one of my longer albums, too. It's about a little over 40 minutes of music. So um, uh, I'm excited about it. I've tried kind of a couple new things on this album. I changed the way um, I'm mastering the stuff. I do all my writing and mixing and mastering myself so i i wanted to change that and i've invested in a few things in the studio um to help the mixing um and then probably the biggest upgrade synth wise that's all over the record probably 80 percent um moog matriarch which i bought late last year and it's it's been one of my favorite um uh synths to to use oh well that's awesome so is it one of those things where like you're you're discovering sounds and being inspired by what the machine does and can do. Yeah. It was some of that. And then it was also some of like research before I bought it and knowing what I wanted this album to sound like, and then kind of going into it, knowing that this synth might be able to, 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 you know, replicate what I had in my head. You know what I mean? So I think this synth has a bit of a seventies quality to it. It's, it's got like, it's it's just got a a um it's kind of just like trippy it's just got a cool wavy sound but it's it's got that 70s like tinge to it so um so i've used it for a bunch of pads leads bass lines i just i don't know i just feel like it really worked for this album which is themed more and just you know uh feels more summery it's still pretty mid-tempo but it's just got a more like beachy summer vibe. It's kind of, you know, in a way it's like kind of like the Pacific EP, but a lot longer and maybe more flushed out. So that sounds really exciting. I think that's going to get a lot of people going. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Like, I mean, still like the last record, I kind of had a bit of a more difficult time writing um, and, and I liked it, but it was, I was having some writer's block. I had to, change some things up that I was doing and um the process felt a bit more uh I don't know just it felt different and and this kind of was the opposite it just all came together really quickly and 
easily and uh and that was a nice switch up and that's not to say i'm not you know still is great it's just the way that album came together yeah i really love that album so you know it's it's curious how you know sometimes when you hear about like how the thing is made how the sandwich is put together and and you know what people go through to get that out and it's interesting to hear that it was a bit of a struggle um for you because you know, it's a it's a fantastic record. I really enjoy it, and um, you know, I missed out in the vinyl release. Unfortunately, that really we'll do more. I, we got more coming. We kind of like it's really hard to gauge this thing, man, because I don't always, you know, Andrew who runs Stratford and I. It's just the two of us. We, you know, we're learning as we go, and so the numbers are really hard to gauge. You know, how many to make up front, and you know, so um, we'll have more. Please. Long story short, we'll Re, repress them all. I know that it's it's a very expensive thing, and it's a bit of um, a financial risk because it's not like CDs. You can get a thousand printed for a hundred bucks, or, you know, whatever something absurd. Vinyl yeah. is you're doing a run of, depending on what you're doing, you know, you're going to spend two thousand to four thousand dollars up front. Yeah, not very many, and you want to hope that it's so. But obviously, all of your records are sold out, so. Yeah, and there's but and that's a huge part of it, and but also like as the art, like I really enjoy doing different like color schemes and doing different switching up elements of the album Sweet. when I when I do um, different pressings. So I think it's just a learning process, knowing how many to do with each pressing as we go. You know, like right. obviously we're we're past a hundred a press. You know, like that's yeah. that's done, and I started to get hate mail, so I had to be like. <laughs> switch that up but but yeah i mean like i said we're just trying to kind of figure it out but um constant coming soon repress still coming soon uh the new record will be on vinyl and we'll have Uh, enough i hope (laughs) yes Um, but uh yeah we're you know it's it's one of those you want to like i don't know i'm i'm i i also don't want to like drown the mark you know i'm not trying to like pressing every month you know what I mean? I, I, yeah. I want it to be special, too. So Absolutely. there's that element. Yeah, I think um, there is, I, I think in this specific sort of corner of electronic music, um, there's a weird delicate balance where the thirst for vinyl is real. And you know, for the most part, you're going to be able to sell it. But you also can't. It's like people like the rarity of it. It drives the yeah. the, the need, the want. And I would imagine like... You know, like variants are a beautiful thing, so you can, you know, keep people's interest that way. Um, but it makes people mad if you do a huge run. I'm really surprised. Like, I don't know if you paid attention to Perturbator's um, new release, but like they, Blood Music hooked up with Nuclear Blast. They did like 10 variants of that record, and they're almost oh. all sold out. And I know that they probably did runs of 500 for each variant. Yeah. And it's like, it's all gone. So it's like, it's a weird thing where it's like, you want to, you want to have the, the interest and the drive for people to buy it. But um, you want, like, you want to have enough to make everybody happy. if someone doesn't get one, yeah, that's, it sucks. Cause it's like, man, I'm sorry. Like you didn't get that, that pressing and you know, what's the right. Well, that, and that's the balance. That's the, the, the balance is like, it looks cool to have sold out on everything, but also I don't, I want people to have my music and and if they want to 
buy a, a sweatshirt or something, then they can get one or a keychains are different. Cause I, I purposefully, you know, I have people like, why don't you make 500? I mean, part of that is I choose to do that because I want it to be special and mm -hmm. that's, it's my choice. So I decide what, you know what I mean? I mean, that's, that's part of this being fun to me. I used to, uh, not be able to choose what I could do with my music. I mean, I had, I was in a record deal for years where they owned everything and, um, would pick and choose when we could release and how long we'd sit around and wait. And so a big part of this was me like hotel pools is all about me controlling all of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, that's... I'm not, I, and I'm not trying to sound like a control freak or anything, but the musician, the artist should own it all. They should control it. You know what I mean? So and I work with, when I work with another musician and we split it 50, 50 and that's our track and, that's how I like it. And I, I don't really want to change that. So um, I'm always listening to what my listeners have to say. And I've taken some of the things they've said and done them. But also it's a lot of this. I enjoy it. You know, I, I enjoy picking the color and the the design and how, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's fun. So, yeah. It, it sounds like that what it does is it, it satisfies you in a lot of levels. And it, it seems to me like it, it's more than just the music. It's the whole package and how it's presented and in what quantity and what what is special to you. And I think that ultimately connects people, you know, and it sucks. Yes. Does it suck to miss out on something? Yes, absolutely. And <laughs> yeah. also and I... it makes it very special. And I really like you really hit on some very interesting things. Um, because I, I relate to that with my own my own projects is that you want to be number one creatively satisfied and mm -hmm. then but you also want to be sensitive to you the people that are that buy and, and participate in what you do and when you've got another party involved in that a record company where you have traditional contracts and stipulations and things like that 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 gets in the way of that and you could be so flexible you could just be like tomorrow you can release a poster or whatever it is and not have yeah. any thing in the way I of did it today. I put out a hoodie today that I, yeah. you know, I, I had made, um, I, you know, the design has been made for months and I've been sitting around waiting cause I wanted the specific hoodie champion hoodie in a certain color. And I was very dead fat, you know, and I waited for months and I got it and, um, they sold pretty quick and I'll do more, you know, but that's like, I love that. That's like, you know, that's part of it for me. And the biggest thing is the music, but a lot of this other shit's kind of just by accident. I, you know, I didn't really plan for it to be this whole package, but it, yeah. <laughs> but it is that and it's, and it's great. But, um, I just go with the flow. I don't think now I think about it a bit more than I did at first. Cause at first it was so new and no one cared. So I was just like throwing shit up all the time. But now, um, I do think about things a little bit more, but then I have to check myself and be like, wait, don't overthink it, you know, mm -hmm. stop doing that. Yeah. I really, you know, I think, you know, like what I've observed from like what you do with Bandcamp and this stuff you put out, it's really thoughtful, good merch. I think that just adds to the whole um, thing of, of hotel pools and, you know, it's you do it really well, I would say. 
Um, so well, don't, thanks. yeah, don't stop what you're doing. Um, I think, Oh, I won't, I, I'm going to keep going. I mean, I, <laughs> when I see people respond, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to keep at it. It's like the keychain thing. I'm not going to act like I invented that. I mean, that I saw uh negative Gemini did that months before me. I've seen people do it before that. I mean, I just took the idea and thought, Hey, that works really well with, um, with, uh, my name. And I love the style of a vintage keychain and let mm -hmm. me run with it. You know what I mean? And then of course I do that, you know, stay at hotel pools get enough yeah. you know i did yeah. i thought of the whole room number thing and that makes it kind of special and you know everyone likes to have a piece of something limited so yeah. um it's you know, really but, but, neat um well that's hey man i'm just glad people like them because it's a it is a keychain at the end of the day so <laughs> i'm excited that people want them i mean that people people are hungry to collect them and people you know it's a cool thing so it's you're in a, yeah. a, a an interesting place because like I think you could be nimble and small enough to do really interesting things, whereas like could you sell twenty thousand of those keychains? I I no I don't no I mean, but no, can no, you no. sell a hundred of them or whatever it is? Absolutely, and the oh, fact absolutely. that you, you yeah. get to do that at all like that's such a a great thing. And and again you you're building. It's interesting to me what you do is that you continue to build onto the the mood and i don't i don't want to i'm just trying to think of the right word for it um you you build on the whole like it's not image but it's like the experience there we go the experience mm -hmm. of hotel pools you continue yeah, like to oh yeah say that again wait do that again you continue to build on the experience of hotel <laughs> pools <sounds> <laughs> Like all those little things, you know what I mean? Like they all build, yeah. they all add to it. And yeah, like are they sold out? Yes, but they exist. They're out there. Uh, they're they're collectors. And I'll make item. more. So don't be upset. You know, I mean, unless you love that color, I'm sorry. You know, but maybe I'll do them again. I'm gonna keep people guessing. I'm just gonna <laughs> do what I want to do. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't. You I, could literally yeah. go anywhere with what you do like there's so much that you can add on top of like of that whole experience i did it again. but then again that's the fine line you know what i mean yeah. you don't want to become this like company i mean i'm just if i'm a guy in a room writing you know yeah. i don't have a team or anything so <laughs> i don't want to try to come across like i'm some like powerhouse i'm just i'm just doing what i think is cool i'm just happy anyone cares so well clearly <laughs> you're you're doing well because you're able to make the stuff you want to make sell out of it which means that you could continue to make the stuff you want to make because it's just this self-feeding yeah. loop where yeah people have to buy the stuff in order for you to continue to make the stuff exactly and i said that with the hoodies i said as you know listen these were really limited stock they were expensive to make their champion hood you know i wanted them to be what they were and as soon as I sell them, I'll re I'll double the order up. You know, I'm just going to reinvest back into it and try to bring more of them for more people, you know? So, um, yeah, but I get it. Everyone, you know, if you really want to, dude, I've had during Christmas, it was almost amazing. I had moms, multiple moms write me that their kid missed out on the keychain and was so upset. Did I have any extra? <laughs> Um, and I came through for a couple moms because moms. Look at you. Uh, 
Look at you. Um, Make it a kiss. There were some girlfriends, their boyfriends who like love me and he, you know, missed out on something. Is there anything I could do? And I'm one of those guys too. Like I've been doing this a while and I've been broke for a while. So um, it's not like I'm living (laughs) it up, but I'm, this is what I do. I write music for a living. I do it every day. I'm lucky as hell. And when someone writes me and is excited about what I do or wants to tell me they love what I do, um, I 99% of the time write back unless it's weird. So. <laughs> right. Uh, so, there, yeah. there is that. There's that risk. Uh, but yeah, had a few of those, but um, not, not too many. Yeah, but that's got to be such a great feeling to have that um, reaction, you know, to know that, yeah. like, you're not just screaming into the void. It's really great. And I have a lot of musician friends right now who are struggling hard. I mean, people that were out touring, you know, making good money touring that got hit or other musicians that, you know, um, I mean, this thing happened for me. It was so lucky, man. I mean, and when you put the pandemic into it, it's just like mind boggling, you know, but um, the fact that the project has gotten to where it's gotten, I would have never expected that. So I'm just I'm riding the wave. I'm just going to keep writing what I what I want, and hopefully people listen. I think you, you just know? created a new uh, phrase for yourself: riding the wave. <laughs> there you go. Can I get the slogan now. You just like you could do it. There's there's a T-shirt. I don't know. I see it. <laughs> I see it. Riding the wave with hotel Ride pools. Riding the wave. Actually, it's not bad. All right. Did you copyright that or is that no? That's yours. You well, oh, technically, okay, cool. you did it. I just I just plucked the words. Oh, you just told me. And okay, cool. fed them back to you. So they're yours. Cool. Yeah, I really like, um, you know, it seems like this thing, um, Hotel Pools, really, like, hits a lot of interesting points for you. Because it seems like you're also slightly industrious. And I'm not saying, like, hyper-ambitious, but you're creative in more than just music. And it's it's yeah engaging you in a lot of ways that maybe you hadn't thought of and just where could it go and that's it's so interesting because you know you're doing your own um pressing which like for those that don't know like making pressing your own vinyl there's a lot that goes into it and yeah you have to have some sort of like drive and interest to follow through with that project because there's a lot of things that can go wrong with that component it's not just like sending here's a digital file put it on cd and then you're done um so how how important or how um popular has been the physical media to the your music like have oh, they been huge um i mean it's all, when i met andrew uh at stratford court who releases all my physicals um i pretty positive he was only releasing tapes up to that point there may have been a couple things but i don't think he had done any like full 12 inch records yet um and uh fall was the first one Mm -hmm. and um it sold really pretty fast we did 100 i think it sold in a day and i was just like baffled at that you know i mean because i've had i've done other projects that have been printed to vinyl and had marketing money thrown at it and the vinyl sits you know i mean if people aren't connecting and want to listen to the music and have it and hold it and you know they're not going to buy your record there's no reason yeah. to do that they'll go on spotify or they'll go you know what i mean so there is that like connection in order to really go and make 
the decision to purchase someone's physical. So, mm-hmm. um, so, and we did fall and we saw the demand there. And then we did, I think we did another pressing and that went double as fast. Um, and it just grew from there. I mean, still we did 300, I think they sold in a half an hour. Um, and we should have done five. Um, you know, uh, the last pressing of fall, we did an open pre-order for 48 hours or it was either 40 hours or a week. And I think we did over 500, 550 maybe. Um, so, you know, like I am I'm just thrilled one that vinyl is being consumed. Like it is like whether Mm -hmm. it's mine or not, but yeah, I mean, I, it's amazing that people want to, you know, to have my stuff on vinyl and listen to it on a record player because I think that experience is different. So that's cool to me that people want to experience it that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think like with the type of music that you make, it lends itself really well to very engaged experience, you know, interacting with the artwork, putting Mm -hmm. the record on the table and uh, engaging the music, like actually engaging it. Like it just, it works because I, and I think also like, your records play really well front to back. And that's what I enjoy about them. Well, is that's that... cool. And I've heard that a lot. And that's great because the first two were really a bunch of singles that I grouped together with a couple of new songs. So that was fall was that way. Constant was that way. Because at that time I was just trying to put up a song shit every two weeks, every month. Um, and then still was the first one where I was like, let me try to actually like write a bunch of music and make an album and do it that way and have them maybe feel more seamless. Um, the vinyl is definitely, I have some connection elements that are not on the, you know, the waves or the MP3. Um, Interstitial music. There you go. Um, so yeah, I mean, I just, I'm just, you know, thrilled that people are buying vinyl and I just think as a medium, it's, it's, special unlike anything else Mm -hmm. so um the fact that i get to have my music on vinyl is great i'm thrilled yeah that's it's a really it's a cool thing and i think it's like for your music i think it's like right time a bit of it's right time right place Um, oh yeah definitely uh, because i myself being an electronic musician writing music since the early 2000s like what i was doing no one cared it's just not, it mm-hmm. just wasn't a thing. It was, you know, your music sounds like it would be really good in a movie. And that was really kind of the end of the conversation. And, oh my God, I used to hear that so much. Yeah. That'd be so good, like in the background. Yeah. Like, oh, thanks. That's, you know, it's, it really reminds me of a movie. Cool. You know, and now like that's the, like that's the thing that people want. And there's entire genres of music developed around it. And it's celebrated and I just, you know, wonder if I re- if I ever decided to re-release that music, like what the response would be. It's, you know, it doesn't necessarily fit um, synthwave or chill synth or any of that kind of thing. But, you know, it's it's interesting where I, I you know, I, I missed out a bit myself on the here and now of it. Um, well, hey, there's always here and now. Well, I've got a four-year-old and two dogs and a wife. Oh, and... Okay, your life's over. Sorry. <laughs> I don't have as much free time. Life is not over. Hey, that's not nice. I'm <laughs> joking. Come on. Uh, I have a dog. I have one dog and a three-and-a-half-year-old. So, 
Yeah, you got a boy, so I can't imagine the energy and running around. Oh, dude, you don't. Yeah, oh, you have a little girl. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, di totally different kinds of energy. So. Um, yeah, definitely. But of course, I just adopted a um, a a ten month or ten week old puppy. So. Oh wow. Yep. So you know, there's I don't have as much free time. So this the show. That's how I get to stay in the music world and contribute and, uh, you know, have conversations with, with friends and cool people. So, um, well, that's cool. Man. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit about, um, your influences. Cause I hear something and maybe I'm totally crazy when I was listening to still, um, I felt a little, a little calm truzy. Well, you wouldn't be wrong. I, that, makes me almost shed a tear of joy that you said that because i mean the record isn't inspired by calm Truce, but he is an inspiration so um i love his music i have for many years and i've been to shows and um, me too yeah he and i met the man i'm not name dropping i met him at a show like any other person and he was super nice to me seth um, is so like nice he probably would be to any other person so yeah, yeah. he's a cool guy yeah and i just I, and again, what I'm not, listen, it's not a ripoff. That's not, anyone that's listening, I'm not even accusing that. I'm saying I'm hearing a tonal through line inspiration of Calm Truths. And I, I love that. Well, there's one track in particular where I actually made a mistake. And sometimes those are the best things because you'll, you'll make a mistake and then you listen back and you're like, whoa, that was great. And you didn't mean to do that, but it's even better than what you were trying to do, you know? So, um, no, I was not really, still was not necessarily inspired by him, but one track in particular, Fields, uh, as the track progresses, I made a mistake where I chopped the, the whole thing and looped it by accident. And then I actually, when I listened back, I was like, holy shit, that's better. And then I kept it. And that actually, that whole section does remind me a lot of Calm Truths. And I started to be like, wow, I, this is kind of Calm Truesy, and I liked it. So mm -hmm. I went with it. Yeah, because I, I like you know, I really, I love Calm Truths, number one. That's yeah. what, it's really, it's the first thing that I really connected to getting more into this side. Because I've always, you know, I've primarily listened to like techno and like okay. Big Beat and French Touch. Like, I didn't really know this other thing existed until Calm Truths. And that kind of mm -hmm. blew me open to the entire different world. And I'm like, in me, when I first heard Calm Truths, I'm like, this is literally everything I've ever wanted in <laughs> one, like in one yeah. type of thing. You know, it mixed he does all these touch elements. On so many elements. He's really good at that. Like he can pull people in from different genres. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, yeah. like, I'm like, this is it. This is if I could keep pursuing this because, like, you know, there's a bit of like French touch. Like he, you know, reminds me a little bit of some of the elements I like about Daft Punk. And then, mm -hmm. you know, like, although. I love that people like when they want to be trolls or like Calm Truths is just um, ambient music with hip hop beats. Shit. <laughs> yeah, right. Not true. Go try and go try and write some of those hi hat patterns. Uh huh. You know? They're insane. Yeah. So I and I, I hear that a little bit. But what else is there for you? Like, is there? Do you try to like stay away from obvious influences in in, in listening to? contemporary your chill synthy kind of music 
like how do you well, i think the obvious one ever resonance is obviously like yeah. everyone oh resonance sean Re like i don't resonance is great and i don't like to be honest when i started making hotel pools music i, I don't think i had heard it yet and i if i had it, it had been a, a year or so prior and i was like well this is cool um but i think that's the one people like get annoyed at but to me because that comment is on every thing yeah. you do you know mm -hmm. this sounds like resonance even if it doesn't it's kind of a joke you know in right. the whole thing um but i just think randy made a really cool song and everyone wants to compare it because they love the song so uh -huh. it's whatever to me i it doesn't bother me at all um but um i don't think i ever go into anything saying i don't want to sound like something i usually go into a project being pulled a hundred ways because i'm inspired by so many different things so that's my problem is trying to hone in on one thing you know or one one sound for that project do you know what i mean yeah so do you have a bunch of tracks just out hiding in a in your hard disk drive like that just don't sound like anything but you just had to like complete it because it was just a thought that you had to do i have some of those um i ha honestly not a lot of hotel pools ones because i was releasing so much of what i wrote i was just trying to not like i said i was trying not to judge myself so i felt like everything i was doing was good enough so i would just put it up you know what i mean um so there's not a whole lot of leftover hotel pools at this point i probably have a group i have a chunk of things but honestly it's other projects that you know i have this project dream home that i'm still working on with my friend um l mm -hmm. who uh we did two tracks together and that was almost like hotel pools production with vocals um nice kind of stuff and she was playing guitar with maggie rogers uh before all this happened and and that all took a huge hit so she's been kind of trying to figure out um how she can get in doing some more writing and stuff like that so i'm hoping we'll we'll put out some more music but uh but yeah i mean i don't know i just I, i'm just trying to stay busy and and put out as much as i can so i don't hold back a lot unless I'm like, this is just not it. Like, I don't like it or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's really, I think that's interesting and it's it's really cool. So you don't agonize over your music per se. Like, and like for examples, like uh, Trent Reznor would spend six years writing a record, Yeah. right? And he would agonize yeah. and do, yeah. re retake, retake, retake. Um, he doesn't do that anymore from my understanding. But it sounds like you just you make it, you like it, you release it, and there it is. Yeah, and and that's what I also went through that same thing because I'm a bit OCD. I'm like hear the pin drop in the mix. I used to be the guy that was like, you know, I want everything to be in its right place and everything da da da. And so yeah, I would spend years on a record or you know months on a mix and. Hotel Pools was like I did the George Costanza. I did the opposite. Did you have you seen that Seinfeld where he does everything opposite? And I was like, I'm doing that. So what I did before, I'm gonna do that. And that was pretty much not judging myself, putting out my music, you know, without like killing it first and you know, overdoing it or or judging it or whatever. Um, and so, yeah, Hotel Pools was all about just going with the flow, like doing what I wanted and just like, whatever, here it is. It's out there, you know. Um, so, 
Yeah, I mean, um, and it wasn't like there wasn't this this uh, hesitance initially to share this because you you know obviously you've been um, in a lot of other projects and it you know being signed and and all those things and yeah and it just seems like this project was like well this is just me and this is just how it's gonna be and you didn't have reticence to yeah, I mean share to it. be totally honest I was like this I've told Sean this too I was like I was kind of gonna be done with music for a bit because like I said I had come out of years of you know being in another project that I spent a lot of time and energy on and it didn't work out um, I'd done some other things that weren't working out I had a nine to five I had a kid coming and hotel pools was like let me just try to get my inspirations out before I have to do something else. Cause I felt like I didn't know how much more time I could invest into music like mm -hmm. that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's where it started almost out of just like necessity to get things out. Um, and then Dan at electronic gems. I mean, he really is the reason anyone knows about my music. I mean, he put Coast on his channel in front of whatever, 300,000, you know, people and is a huge supporter. And so um, he continuously puts my music on his channel. And I know he likes it because he doesn't mess around. He doesn't put anything up that he's not into. Um, he doesn't take money. He doesn't mess with any of that stuff. So, um, He's a huge, huge part of any success I've had. I mean, him and Andrew at Stratford, I, you know, I thank them endlessly. Yeah. I mean, to have that, it's, it's very interesting and maybe almost a little frustrating maybe for you because like you've had all these projects, they haven't necessarily taken you to the heights or creatively or whatever that, whatever it is. Um, and like the last ditch, like, well, I'm going to get my shit together and <laughs> I'm going to do this but thing. But isn't that usually just the way it goes? Like, you know what I mean? Oh, and, absolutely. And I also think I'm writing the best music I've made in my life. So I think that's a huge, that is part of my mindset in letting go too, was that it freed me up creatively also. You know, what I really like about your music is that it really, to me, has um, a very clear voice and character. Like it's, it's both, completely unique but it sort of ties into other things but then not really mm -hmm. at all like like i could yeah i know a hotel pools song track when i hear it no i love that that's and true. um and i think that's such a hard thing to do and to be so i, I maybe genuinely yourself or or whatever it is um, and mm -hmm. be distinct, but also be in a thing with a bunch of other people using, you know, sim similar hardware and programs and, and you, you are uniquely you. So I think, you know, good for you. Congratulations. You, I think you kind of hit the, the best parts of everything one would want to creatively, you know, like be genuinely yourself, release stuff as you want and get to have this awesome interaction with with people and, and make money doing it i mean holy crap that's what anyone could know really it's want. the dream i mean and i and and i'm like you know i have a lot of younger guys that message me and um either producers that are have questions about certain things in the business or, or things like that or um you know if like they're being approached to do some licensing or they're you know i'm like the guy they they come to because they know i've been through a bunch of that stuff 
Um, but uh, it's really just taking time, man. I've had, you know, also young guys or girls or um, aspiring musicians reach out and say, what do I need to buy to sound like you? Or what, how do you make this sound from this song? And I mean, it's just hard to answer those questions because I want to tell them how long I've spent doing, you know, mm -hmm. just like trying to one, feel like I'm any good in myself. And then two, um, just to try to master some of these techniques that take time to, to, to uh, perfect, you know, and I haven't even come close to that. Like I tell people all the time, I haven't even written my best music yet. I don't, I don't feel like I've even gotten close. So it's hard to answer those questions when, when I get asked, cause I'm just, I'm just figuring it out too. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, number one, I really appreciate uh, the fact that you are a, a resource and a figure uh, in this, uh, you know, community where you people could reach out to you and you interact with them. Because I think that just, it means so much, I think, to a lot of people that, you know, people respect and admire what you do and the fact that you can, um, you know, take the time out and, and give what guidance you can. And I, I imagine it's got to be hard um, because you want people to be creative and, and give resources, but also not like your sound is, you got to find that yourself to try and yeah. be like, don't sound like hotel pools or sound like so-and-so. Like well, you can't yeah. because you're not me. I mean, it doesn't matter. And I won't sound like you and you may kick my ass in a year. So like, that's what I'm saying. I, I just, I, I understand being hungry for, wanting to be better and wanting to know how you can do something that you're looking at and you're like holy sh like how is how is he doing that da, da, da. but you got to understand that i'm just sitting there banging a keyboard i don't you know i mean i'm i'm dumbing it down a little but I, yeah one it's it's taken a long time and two uh i just it's like trial and error i'm just like turning knobs and and taking the knowledge I've learned to try and and get what's in my head out and I still have not really done that yet I'm just like constantly working on improving that <laughs> trying to to get what I hear in my head and get it out there and have it sound the same you know because the shit in my head is killer so how close are you to getting your brain out there physically so far well I'm a lot closer now than I was uh years ago and i feel like when i was writing this record i've talked to a few friends where i've been like man i for a moment i felt like whole, i'm i'm close to really doing what i've wanted to do you know what i mean and yeah. that's not to take away from any of the music i've made i it's all a moment in time it's all you know i appreciate all of it but as a musician i'm always trying to like grow and 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 figure out how i can um you know, uh, improve and change and do things differently. And so, um, I'm really proud of this album. I just feel like I'm getting better and I can feel that a bit. And, and I was able to get the vibe that I had in my head out a bit easier so I can feel those things changing and it's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. When can yeah. we expect the next record? So I always like to, I like to hit people in the summer, but I usually I've been sticking to the July release month, but um, for the last couple, but I think it'll probably end up coming a little sooner. We just have to figure out the logistics with getting the vinyl done 
um, if we're going to do a pre-order or if we're going to get them made first. Um, the music is finished. The masters are pretty much done. The artwork's done. So we're getting close. That is it's awesome. Not too far. I, I'm very yeah. excited. And now, is there, you're talking about like some represses. Is there maybe a coordinated, do the new album with some represses? I think we're probably going to drop the represses separately, but I know first we'll do constant. Um, that should be bad. And none of them will be pre-orders. We're, we're going to just do, um, we're going to guesstimate and, and do the represses ahead of time. One, like Andrew doesn't really like doing the pre-orders. And um, right now the, the backlog is so far. I mean, some, you know, um, you're looking at like three or four months to get vinyl made right now. So it's insane. Uh, and I, and that yeah. is like, I, I understand the, the nature of pre-orders, right? Like it's a perfect mm -hmm. way to gauge your, your actual want and need for the material, but, and also because it takes forever. I've waited eight yeah. months for pressing eight months. Damn. That's very long. Um, so, well, you know, cause there's, things that can go wrong so if you get a bad yeah press, yeah no that's true yeah you know we've I mean? had those things go wrong a, a test press that was off and we had to you know we've had little issues like that so yeah you're totally right and so like yeah that just backs it i'm still waiting like i think tomorrow i'll get a record that i ordered last august oh jeez. <laughs> um and there's a certain record label that's more notorious for that than than others i always appreciate like if the if the pre-order is shorter like let's just pretend you you do you run it and then um you start a pre-order like maybe a month before it comes in i okay i can a month i i could be patient but like these wait like six month waits is just six months six months tough like we've been doing um fall i think took three months you know and that was one where we did an open pre-order because we really didn't know how many to make, you know, um, and it helped. But I agree. I mean, no one wants to wait for like months to get something. But also, would you rather wait longer to hear the record? You know, it, because if we put it if we put it out with a pre-order, at least you can hear the, the music. Yeah. And that's ex and if, if I get the digital download with the pre-order that satisfies me. That makes me happy because yeah. there's some, but I agree. Three months is a long, I mean, waiting, you know, 12 weeks, 16 weeks. That's, that's a long time. Three months, you know, even to me, that's nice. That's nice. I'm like, Oh, three, only three months. <laughs> wow. Compared to what you're used to. What I'm used to is a six month or more wait. Yeah. That, yeah, that's, that's a long time. And you know, and part of it is like, you know, if you order something from Europe, then it sits in customs. And if there's a pressing yeah. problem with, you know, like, there's so much that can go wrong with it. And if you don't get the digital download with the release, then that sucks even more because like, well, do you buy it twice so you can listen to it in the interim? Like what's the right, cause I'm not a streamer. I, I don't do Spotify. Um, okay. It's just not my, I guess I'm old. I just, I have a hard time with Spotify. Um, I'll rather just go to Bandcamp and play the, music right off fan camp if i if i need to stream i don't know i'm i call me strange like that but i'd like to like buy the buy the thing buy the download have it i can listen to it whenever i want it takes up space on my hard drive i know that makes me seem old maybe i don't know 
Um, no, that I like that. That's I I'm like that too. I do use Spotify a little bit, but I don't. I'm not the heavy Spotify user. I'm I'm kind of like you. I, I go on Bandcamp a lot and check out stuff or um, YouTube. Yeah, I love Bandcamp. I mean, it's just one of those things that if you like this type of music, and and again, I don't want to put a fine point on it. If you want to chill synth or synth wave or whatever, because I think no, it's, cool. it's broken. It's broken so wide open now. Um, yeah, that you really the original iteration or meaning I think is just lost meaning at this point that it doesn't even really exist. It's electronic music that maybe is heavier and synthesizer sounds. Um, but if you want to really, with that in parentheses yeah. instead. <laughs> yeah. Um, where if you want to like discover artists and things like that, like I love Bandcamp for that, you know, you just kind of oh, find yeah. those different. Jeez. And I know that people are like, whoa, Spotify and their, their algorithms. Like nah, nah, I'm, I'm okay with that. I like, I prefer. Plus, you get to read the comments because, like, man, the people on Bandcamp with their reviews and like the interactions <laughs> is crazy. Yeah. Like, I actually I recognize. Like, I'm like, oh, I know that user. You know, like just like because <laughs> yeah. they're commenting, and and I love that that um, I know enthusiasm. I guess. For, yeah, I know. No, their people are are heavy into it and they'll let you know too you know um i love the people who i'll post something and i haven't posted the link yet and they'll go to the, they'll go to the page and everything's sold out and they're like i hate you it's sold out already and you just posted and i have to be like uh haven't hasn't gone live yet just wait five minutes i've literally been that person and i apologize <laughs> i'm like like because it'll be a release it'll be you know whatever 12 p.m eastern time yeah. and i go there or maybe i go a little bit early and it says it's sold out and it's not even up yet and i'm like fuming i'm mad i'm like how did <laughs> i miss out on this already and yeah. but no it just wasn't posted yet and i'm impatient or or the the people that buy the item and then the next day you're getting the where's the track number like less than 24 hours later oh my god like, hey i'm just trying to get everything going here but um but yeah, I, I was really stoked. The, the hoodies, you know, we pretty much sold out. The only sizes that did, I still have sitting on two smalls, and I'm realizing that maybe that's the size that I don't get next time. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I'm like really happy with those, and um, I'll probably do a special keychain with the with the new record just to like try to switch it up a bit, maybe switch the design up a little bit. Yeah, that's great. Um, I, I think those touches are so cool. I remember um liking some pretty obscure music in the in the late 90s early 2000s and when you got that little special package like i bought a record once i spent too much money on it in reality but it was a it was mini cds it was a record um it was two eps it was literally just one song per mini cd and like a handmade box with handmade art and i spent maybe $50 on it. And there was, it was one of only 50 made and I bought yeah. that shit right up. Cause I just thought it was so cool and so neat. Um, and I'm very yeah. proud. To and, I, and I'm like that too. I like growing up, you know, I would love when you get the, the cool added little thing with the CD or, you know, or back then they used to do the, um, the secret like song would be like 48 tracks in. Do you remember those? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, 
but like I grew up too back in you know my dad lived in New York so I was uh in the late 90s you know trying to go into Harlem and buy like mixtapes and stuff my dad would take me to this place called House of Nubian and I'd be like this little white kid walking in and like <laughs> you know they bring out their binder full of um the dude would have his binder full of mixtapes and I go and pick you know because back then that was the shit man everyone yeah. was putting out mixtapes um and uh I just love that whole collector's kind of like vibe about it, you know, because mm -hmm. it's about the music, but it's also, it's also more than that, you know, mm -hmm. which is cool. Yeah. And I think, you know, like, again, I think your music and what you do falls in the right time in the right place, because I think there's a sense of nostalgia that people are looking for in a mood, a feeling. And I think like the big thing with like chill synth or, or whatever is, this type of music is like it ev it's very evocative it's emotionally mm -hmm. evocative it makes you feel a particular way it's not um it's not meant to be consumed it's meant to be you know basically ruminated over or let it take over you i guess in a way mm -hmm. and all those things that you've added on top of of the music like just keep adding to that experience well, hey, man, I'm just going to keep at it then, because <laughs> like I said, you, you, you run a fine line, though. Like, I, I'm not one of I'm not a company. I'm, I'm a guy. I'm just making music, so I'm not going to come out with 100 products. I'm just trying to, like, do cool little things that I like to do. And, you know, when I see people wanting it, I'll, I'll try to do more of them. But um, cool. but like I said, I, I don't want to do everything. I just want to do a few things, yeah. you know, and then focus, focus on the music, because that's most important. Absolutely. Um, You're right. You know. Yeah. All right, Ben. I don't want to take up any more of your time. I really appreciate you coming on the show. Um, this has just been a great conversation, and I really um, appreciate your insights and uh, what you do. So um, until next time, this is Eric. Thanks, Ben, for coming on. I really appreciate it. Eric, man, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, let's do it again.